0: Well, ho, ho, ho there. Yeah, that was seasonal. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to Troubled Waters, the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture, because it is often the one that helps us regain our faith in humanity. I just had that happen. More on that later, back in the time before um, the land was... Filled with pestilence, Troubled Waters would pit two teams of comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale, but we're not doing studios anymore, we're doing home. Teaming up with other people who are not in your quarantine pod still not super cool. Still more difficult than trying to figure out what Elon Musk is trying to tell us with that bedside table picture. What the fuck was that about? So for now... It is one comedian against another, and to win this battle, each will be called upon to use their smarts, their rhetorical skills, the great comebacks they've been saving in isolation in that weird moleskin notebook thing that you write it down, but then somehow it also ends up on your phone? I don't understand how that works. To earn the coveted Troubled Waters title, pundit emeritus, that'll automatically give a person's opinion on, let's say, Aubrey Plaza's White Lotus performance, more weight than a civilian's. I'm afraid to dive into season two. I have enough stress in my life. You are listening to Troubled Waters. Let us meet our players. Our first contestant is a comic. She hosts the podcast Tiny Victories right here on Maximum Fun. She is friend of the show and friend of me, Laura House. Hello, Dave. Hi, Laura House. How are you?
1: I'm really good. I feel really good. The weather—we get a little cool air in Los Angeles, and that Don't always you love feels it? like a, that's a reprieve. I find summer oppressive. I
0: do too. I love autumn for every reason, and yet I live. In a land with no autumn, I I, don't same. Understand. I'm
1: from Texas. It was too hot. LA too yeah. hot. But that's this. This where the Lord put me. I'm. I'm going to grow where I'm planted, Dave.
0: You grow where you're planted. I but I don't appreciate like the that. sun. <laughs> yeah, this time of year, it's fantastic. It's a bit windy. <laughs> I, I. The opportunities for layering with clothes. Yes,
1: jacket weather. Oh, jacket weather is the best weather.
0: weather. Jacket Just weather. A light. I, don't, a, I don't.
1: I don't want to yeah. have to like bundle up to stay alive. I don't like that. That no. level. Chicago no. weather trying to kill you winter, no, but, uh, no. ooh, a but a little jacket. yeah, a little
0: a little jacket over a sweater over a oh. shirt, mm, a, little a warm, a little light, a warm long sleeve
1: tee yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Laura House, Laura <laughs> I House. love a long sleeve tee. Laura it's House. a tee but I'm it having, has sleeves.
0: It has sleeves. Sometimes a pocket. Sometimes a little like
1: three little oh. buttons. It's a little little v little uh, why not,
0: not why not you can really express yourself with I'm a t-shirt
1: yeah <laughs> so many jacket wise, yeah
0: Jacket-wise, this is my double breasted year
1: oh I'm go- no i'm going
0: double breasted yeah i'm going really? I'm, doing, I'm doing a lot of, yeah it's it's That's... My, it's it's my trouble breasted year yes, 22 fantastic. it's my trouble breasted year um yeah i can't get enough i uh, i got real into the double breasted jacket this year oh, and this is, is so the time when i can sophisticated. really sophisticated It really is. It really is. Uh, Okay, Laura House, thank you so much for being here. Um, And and I love what you're wearing.
1: (laughs) Thank you. It is a little light sweater.
0: It's a little light sweater. (laughs) Our second contestant is a comedian who you can check out off-Broadway in his show Solo, a show about friendship. It's Gabe Malika. Welcome, Gabe. Great to meet you.
2: Oh, Dave! It's a pleasure to be here, and I'm excited to be competing. And I'll also say, I, the host and my my competitor belonging to the same podcast network. I just want to make sure there's no chicanery about <laughs> no, there's because there's nothing, man, there's I nothing wish. more sacred than the <laughs> podcast network. Share. That's true. Especially this one. Especially yeah. this one. Jesse
0: Thorne insists on loyalty. It's a yeah. cult. It's I bet. a yeah.
1: Nexium too. You can expect the documentary on HBO Max.
0: You absolutely expect that. My my tattoo is it's uh, just behind my lower lip. Um, now Gabe, Same. you you look like you are wearing some something in a in a light puffer variety.
2: I'm in a am in a light puffer. It was a little chilly outside and I'm in we're in that weird Late November New York City air where like I still have my AC in, but I'm gonna take it out like tonight. So I'm in like uh-huh. a weird, like the windows kinda open and it's a little chilly. Oh, I love it though. I love that time of year. It's kinda nice. It's kinda Woo! nice. those Christmas trees starting to go up. Oh, the smell, my whole block in Queens mm. is just Christmas tree smell. It's so nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is going to be a good one. I can already tell. I can feel <laughs>
0: you, you have met our players, listener, and now it is time to see who has the better grasp of what really matters in this world, pop culturally speaking. Players, if you are ready, you will each be given a chance to tell me what you think is the most important or perhaps tragically overlooked story or person or event of the last week or two. Laura House,
1: we will start ah. with you? Well... A lot of good things were getting reported, you know, obviously, and I, I'm sad for you that you haven't dived into White Lotus season two. I, but mm. I'm also jealous of you and your eyeballs and your, your earballs that you get to do that. But okay. something that was underreported, I think, is that the O'Reilly Auto Parts singers sang at a wedding. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. They became wedding singers mm-hmm. and this was they were friends of the bride and girl like they were sort of there and it was a kind of a hey go do, go do that song everybody knows but I think they should hit the road being wedding singers I feel like a it's a new day for the O'Reilly auto parts singers.
0: It is such an odd choice and I, <laughs> I love it so much it is so it's so beautifully American in 2022.
1: Yes, you don't think of it as a romantic song, but I feel like they could be, like, change it up, like, Nick, 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 and Holly, they're in I love. Mean,
0: oh, I like that. You know what Personalized. I mean? Like, Personalized. That'll cost you, but I like
1: it. No, of course. I mean, it would be it would be insane what they would charge. They could at of least course. cameo if they can't hit the road.
0: Mm, I love it. I've i got love got a lot of I ideas the did.
1: O'Reilly Auto Parts singers. <laughs> they um, reunited and sang at a wedding.
0: Do you have any other favorite commercial jingles?
1: Oh gosh. You know, streaming that's the one mm. downside of streaming is you like you don't watch those things anymore.
0: I sometimes do. What's, sometimes what's your I just favorite? have the TV on in the daytime. Well there's so many. What's the one um uh, call Powell Electric? We'll fix it in a flash. <laughs> do, you, do you have do you have that one in New York, Gabe? Powell electric I, we, we do nationwide? not I don't believe. Okay, it's two guys, two very uncomfortable looking guys. What electric? And, <laughs> and they, they don't even sing it. Powell electric. They're they're just oh. lip syncing, but there's call Powell electric. We'll fix it in a flash. And they both give a thumbs up. And, and they're each one is uncomfortable in a different way, and it's it's really <laughs> Um I like one oh, hundred five eighty two three hundred Empire Today.
2: A classic. Uh, you guys yeah, got Stanley Steamers?
0: Idea. Stanley Steamers. Stanley
2: Steamers makes carpet cleaner. <laughs> cleaner. Oh. Yeah,
0: um, so good. I also I real just just for the, the economy of it. Um and the fact that like obviously everyone was in a huge hurry. Safe flight repair, safe flight replace. Oh,
2: it's just, <laughs> yep. It's like they just I get right. They're more like, more this is for the
1: 10-second commercials. I my yeah. brain even goes to like ones when I was li- I'm still like. Libby, 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 on the label, label, the label, 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 if label, you like it, label. like it, like it, like it, on the table, table, table. I mean, that's Libby's the insidious applesauce? genius. Yeah. Libby? That I, I took a songwriting so class anything.
2: once with what? the guy who wrote Hefty, 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 Wimpy, Wimpy, Wimpy. <gasps> wimpy.
1: That's I was, I was, that was the second one in my queue of what I was thinking about. Oh, yeah. wow.
2: Yeah, and it was like halfway through the semester, we were like, "Whoa, cool!" Wow, he's the
1: <laughs> yeah. guy.
0: Yeah, he's got to, He's got to kind of make you come to him on that one. He's not yeah. gonna. He's not gonna <laughs> b- bowl you over. Yeah. Do you know who I would like to reunite at my like whatever eventual wedding? Who knows, whatever, some kind of life event? Are the people who sang on Casey Kasem's American Top 40 to tell you what number it was. Oh. <laughs> number six. Like that was a session and there were people there and they yes. gave it a lot of oomph and I want to know everything about them.
1: There were takes, there was direction, there mm-hmm. was, hmm, Tom, could you tone it down? Mary, totally. could you bring it up? Yeah, absolutely. Totally.
0: I also want to meet, I also want to meet the one backing singer on the Ghostbusters theme song who's really going for it. The next time you listen to it, pay uh. attention. Like whenever they say Ghostbusters, there's one person who's like, Busters, <laughs> And like, I really want to know everything about it. Uh, okay, cool. So your buzzing word is O-O-O. All right. I mean, you can go all the way to O'Reilly if you want to, but at O-O-O, I will hear and understand you. Gabe, what you got? All
2: right, so I want to highlight, this is more underappreciated story. I want to highlight it's Mr. Exactly Joseph Cook from mm-hmm. St. Augustine, Florida, a man we're all, I'm sure, familiar with. Uh, this is a guy, he he combs local beaches with a metal detector and returns the things he finds to the people who lost them. And this week he returned a $40,000 engagement ring. Wow. And I just, you know, I think it's not always $40,000 because, you know, at a certain point it's like, Oh, if you lost a $40,000 engagement ring, you probably have more money than that. But I think just like returning stuff to people on the beach, that's like a sacred kind of hobby. That's kind of sweet. That is that it's a noble calling. Yeah. Yeah. And like you got, you like the beach, you like gadgets, <laughs> and you combine them and you make people happy. God, it's kind of sweet.
0: If that is not like the last network drama, <laughs> I don't know what is. I mean, is that does that not have CBS Sunday Night written yeah, all over it? The people
1: who brought you *Leverage*. Yeah, yeah, it's like
0: it's like the *Equalizer*, but nice. Yeah,
1: the *Detector*.
0: The
2: *Detector*. <laughs> the *Detect*. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well done. You guys, let's leave
1: here. Let's go pitch. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. That's fucking to let's fucking do it. Let's do some
1: for? We can't, we can't for. sit on this. It's feel good. It's drama. Like every week it unfolds. Like, who are these people? What yeah. what, what, what were they missing in their life that the detectors brought back to them, making them yeah. whole again?
0: And let me let me just, because I now have a vision of it. Yes. Like, <laughs> as we pitch it, it's, uh, it's like a guy in his mid-60s like sort of you know a, a loner guy in his mid sixties who's wife you know, you're died. not quite sure yeah his wife died he's, he's, he's got displaced. emotional complexity yeah and it's you know yeah so somebody like you know coming on seventy and whatever um by the time it makes his it CBS Jesse Bradford is playing <laughs> uh, okay detector is your buzz in word beautiful detector versus oh 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 on this troubled waters. <laughs> Keep your buzzin' words at the ready. You will need them as we move forward, but not in this round. We're going to start off easy. These will go to you in turn. It's a game we are calling Daddy Warwicks. In between when we record this and when you hear it, Disney Plus will have released the premiere of the Willow TV series, the sequel series to the 1988 film that promises to recapture the magic of a team of disney executives saying oh my god we kind of have a lord of the rings in our catalog let's do something with that uh willow is of course full of indelible characters like uh willow and uh i think val kilmer was in it and (laughs) and there's probably there's like a someone old with a beard and he's like you here's a riddle or something <laughs> and then there's uh, a Muppet um, so anyway so we figured we would uh, go ahead and test your memory of the film by asking is this the name of a character in Willow or is it an item currently available on the United States website of the furniture retailer Ikea so this is just a little warm up <laughs> round just a fun little warm up round we're going to go back and forth as I said if it is from Willow you say magic if it is from Ikea, you say meatball. Because of course. <laughs> if there is one thing Ikea is known for other than reasonable priced furniture and the feeling of have being kidnapped because you cannot fucking leave.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If, you ever go, if you ever go to Ikea in person.
1: Never it's... try a shortcut.
0: No, you can't. Never you can't try it. a shortcut. It doesn't. No, it, it, no. It's no. the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway, you say meatball because that's another thing they're known for. Okay. Laura, first one is for you. Bavmorda. Magic or meatball? Bavmorda. Meatball. Magic! Oh, okay. Bavmorda was the primary antagonist of the 1988 film. But in your mind, what is what is uh, Bavmorda?
1: I, f- I, fe- I felt like a desk. I felt like it was a You'd sit <laughs> like a at a Bavmorda yeah. yeah. and you'd work mm-hmm. on your novel. Sure, yeah. <laughs> You're going to sit down and write Bavmorda. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, okay. Uh yeah, no points for you. Uh, oh, come uh Gabe, on. Gabe, number two is for you. Peck, P-E-C-K, Peck,
2: Peck. I'm gonna say magic. You're correct.
0: Gabe oh, is on the board. Good. Pecks were uh hobbit like, but legally not hobbit people uh, from the <laughs> film <laughs> Willow. So there you go. There were Pecks, little Pecks. Uh, House, Ratviken, Ratviken, R-A-T-T-V-I-K-E-N, Ratviken.
1: Meatball, meatball is correct. It is huh. a bathroom
0: cabinet. Yeah, bathroom cabinet. There you go. Put your put your pharmaceuticals in your rotvikin and go on about your day. Keep All them your out of facial sight. creams. All your facial creams. The you know the the, the travel t- toothbrush. You got to have a different <laughs> ca- travel toothbrush. I guess. I don't know. Sure. Sure. Uh, Gabe, <laughs> number four is for you. Bergig. Bergig. B e r g i g. Bergig. Bergig.
2: Bergig, that's got to be meatball. You are so
0: knowledgeable of the IKEA (laughs) catalog. That is a children's sized book display and storage combo unit. Because even kids, even kids judge each other by the books that are in their book cabinet. (laughs) Um, uh, Okay, there you go. Yes, number five for Laura House. Lug or maybe Yug? L L U G Yug. Magic. Lug. Yes. Magic. magic. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I thought you were buzzing in. I forgot. Uh, magic, yes. <laughs> that is a character in Willow played by an actor named Ron Tarr, uh, who, of course, uh, Kate Blanchett is playing in a, in a current movie. Uh, oh, Gabe, number six is for you Strala. Strala, S T R A L A. Strala. Strala.
2: I'm going to say meatball.
0: Wow, are you good?
2: Uh, yeah, it is a collection of decorative light fixtures.
0: Strala. Let's go,
1: hey, you Uh Okay, number seven, Laura House.
0: Frangine, Frangine, or Frangin, F R A N G E A N, Frangine, Frangian. Frangine.
1: Uh, I'm gonna say magic.
0: Wow, yeah, you guys are really catching on. That was a character. That was a character in Willow. Actually played by Rick Overton.
1: Yes, I was. Comedian Rick Overton. The main thing I remember, I didn't remember that was his name, but uh, Rick Overton and Squiggy were two little guys that like were on yeah. a flat. They were like little bitty shrunk, like okay. little elves or fairies or something. Wow.
0: And I was just like,
1: Squiggy. There How he is, David it? Lander. Squiggy,
0: David Lander, soon to be played in a biopic by Kate uh, Blanchett.
1: Yes. uh okay Can't gabe
0: win. uh number eight is for you marcus with a k m a r k u
2: s oh man i'm i'm marcus. pitching a perfect game marcus was like <laughs> such a curveball um uh, i i have to say magic
0: oh boy and the no hitter is broken <laughs> or the no. whatever it is whatever, uh, it was. <laughs> whatever i don't i don't do the sports it is uh it is it's an Ikea. it's an Ikea. Thing, it's a mesh back office chair. It's a, it's
1: a, marcus. It's a marcus.
0: It's a Marcus. Sit, ba- sit back, sit back in, in your a marcus. marcus. Put your butt in a Marcus. Put Kick your tootsies in a your... Marcus. Put your tootsies <laughs> in a Marcus. Kick your little tootsies up on your stringy sh- nerk and uh, and pull pull something out of the uh, you know the old bergig and, uh, mm-hmm. and give it a read. Okay, uh, number nine is for you. These are the last ones for you. Each uh, lore house rule R O O L rule.
1: Oh, that's a very could go either way. Mm-hmm. Um Meeple. Magic. Ah oh, well, okay. Magic. I was just trying uh, to make Gabe feel better. Sure. <laughs>
0: Through it. Uh in your that. mind in your mind, what is the IKEA uh thing called rule?
1: Like a desk organizer. <laughs> It's oh like yeah. A, pens in one, you know, your paper clips. Your little a paper li- clips you clips know, stick little three... to the side because it's a magnet. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. It's the three, it's a metal, yeah, you stick stuff to it. Yeah. You
0: know. Um so no, Rule was a character in Willow who is actually played by Kevin Pollock. Oh.
1: What? How
0: can I not know? <laughs> there you okay. Know. Kevin Pollack, who uh will soon be seen in a biopic playing Kate Blanchett. Oh, okay. Uh, Gabe, number ten is for you. Alstern, Alstern, A L S S T E R N, Alstern,
2: Alstern. I'm gonna say magic. Oh boy! Well, you've got the yips now. You've really.
0: uh, It is. It's a bath mat. It's an IKEA bath mat. Oh yeah. Put your wet feet on an Alstern. That's the slogan. Uh, Okay. Wow. Coming out of round one, it is a tie, three apiece. For oh 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 and the detector coming this fall to CBS. Let's move into round two. Uh it's a round we're calling Pokemon or Come on, man. I'm certain <laughs> I'm certain that you are aware the new Pokemon game is out. It's called Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. I don't know if that's two games or what I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, but if you, if you didn't know until just now, you probably have a sort of broad idea of what Pokemon are. They're tiny monsters that you trap and force to fight with each other's tiny little kidnapped monsters. It's kind of like uh, indentured servitude for kids. Uh, but you might not be aware of just how weird this game is. And I'm not just talking about like the, the Pikachu who hangs out at Hollywood and Highland or Times Square who charges <laughs> you five bucks to take a picture with him. And he's filthy. anyway um, okay in the Pokemon universe there's something called the Pokedex it's like a Wikipedia of Pokemon little facts about each one but some of the facts are wild as hell Uh, especially in a children's (laughs) game the website the website GameSpot dug up some of the strangest entries in the Pokedex I'm going to read you some excerpts from the Pokedex you tell me whether they are real excerpts from the Pokedex or some Pokedex shit that our writers made up if they are real Say Pokemon if they are fake. Say, come on, man. Uh, And this will go to you each in turn also. You're not really having a chance to use your buzzing words, which is a shame because they're really good. But anyway, okay. (laughs) Uh, Gabe, we'll have you start this round. Okay, entry for the Pokemon known as Cubone. C-U-B-O-N-E, Cubone. Cubone wears the skull of its deceased mother. Its cries echo inside the skull and come out as a sad melody. Oh, that's Pokemon. Okay. I mean, do, do you know that? Is that a, a fact that's I, in your head or is it just so obviously?
2: It, it, it feels like just dark enough and just kitschy enough. And I, my group of bros that I hang out with are Pokemon people and I'm kind of oh like on the God. outskirts. So I don't oh know a lot God. about them, but I know that they care a lot.
0: You have Bros. <laughs> I have Poke Bros. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: Wow. I mean, on I mean, the outskirts, like, you only uh, you only yeah. Pokemon hunt, I will like, say twice a month with them. I have a, the,
2: my buddy who my show is, like, about, he got a signing bonus at his new job and basically just spent all the money on Pokemon cards. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay.
0: Shout out to Nick. Deep shout bro. out to Nick. Shout out to Nick. Nick, if anybody needs a shout out, it's Nick. Uh, okay, point to you. Uh, House Oh hell yeah, House yes. number two is. I VU. need more
1: Pokebros.
0: Is this a real entry for a Pokemon called <clears throat> Beware? B e w e a r Beware, like you would wear layers on a November morning. Uh, okay, this Pokemon Beware has the habit of hugging its companions. Many trainers have left this world after their spines were squashed by its hug. Beware will hug you to a gruesome death. True or false? Pokemon or come on, man?
1: Come on, man.
0: I'm afraid that's real.
1: Get out of town! Uh Oh, that is outrageous.
0: Nope, I am staying in town. Uh, (laughs) That is real, that is real. Pokemon is weird as hell. Okay, Gabe, let's see if your friend Nick, was Nick right, (laughs) uh, has set you up for success with number three. The Drifloon. The Drifloon. Stories go that the Drifloon grabs the hands of small children and drags them away to the afterlife.
2: The Drifloon dislikes heavy children. <laughs> All right, we're out of the original 151, so I'm out of my depth here. I'm going to oh say, God. come on, man. No, that is also real.
1: That is, oh, also, no. Real. No. That is also
0: real. <laughs> no. uh, yeah, Doesn't I make... don't.
1: Heavy children.
0: Yeah, but also but like. Kind of
1: works but, in the favor of heavy children. I guess. They were like, number, hold my yeah. beer, Greek mythology.
0: hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and rolled doll <Dahl> and shit. <laughs> okay, uh, number four is for you, Lorehouse. Froslas, F R O S L A S S. Froslas or Froslas or I don't know. When it finds Pokemon or humans it likes, it freezes them and takes them to its chilly den, where they become decorations. <laughs> Pokemon or Come On Man?
1: Come On Man? No, that's also real. Okay, all right. <laughs> now I see what you're
2: doing. Good for your writers. This is that's great. also real.
0: I mean, good for the Pokemon Corporation. They're just like laundering their fucked up nonsense. It's so dark. It's so dark. (laughs) Number five is for you, Gabe. Gabloon. G-U-B-L-O-O-N. Gabloon. It craves money most of all. But in its greediness, it cannot tell the difference between coys and eyes. And it has been known to blind its trainers. Because it's greedy. Gabloon.
2: Oh, man. At the beginning, I thought, come on, man. But I'm going to have to go with Pokemon on this one. Oh, my God. Boy, did we... Boy, did we get you with this one. That is fake.
1: That's a come on, man. That's
0: a come on, man.
1: That's a
0: come on, man. We made that one up. This is hard. It's hard. This is great. The tone
1: was perfect.
0: Uh, Number six is for you, Laura House, Golbat. G-O-L-B-A-T, Golbat. Sometimes the Golbat drinks so much blood it can't fly anymore, uh, it then falls to the ground and becomes food for other Pokemon.
1: Ah. Pokemon.
0: It's real, it's real. All right, it's I did a hands
1: on that one. I was like, it can't <laughs> be real. real. Well, just say the opposite, you're wrong just every time. Just say <laughs> the opposite
0: of what you want to say. Once again, yep. we have a tie for a piece. Oh, oh, wow. oh, O'Reilly. Okay. And, <laughs> All right, then. and The Detector, starring Jesse Bradford and um, I'm gonna say Jenna Ushkowitz from Glee as his <laughs> Oh, wow. Uh, okay, we're going to take a little break. We'll be right back with more Troubled Waters. Hey, I'm Dan McCoy.
2: I'm Stuart Wellington.
0: And I'm Elliot Kalin. Listen, you like podcasts, right? Sure you do. Don't try and lie to me. You're listening
2: to one right now, so why not try a different one? called R1 the Flop House. Uh-huh. And on the Flop House, we watch a movie and talk about it. And then sometimes we also do other stuff.
0: It's all meant to be funny and fun and we think you'll have a good time. And just to be clear, the name of the podcast is not Our One the Flop House. It's just called The Flop House. I do a lot of correcting Dan. The
1: Flop House, a lot of correcting Dan.
0: Well, hello and welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host Dave Holmes with us our Laura House and Gabe Malika. Gabe, tell us about Solo, your off Broadway show.
2: Yeah, it's a show I've been working on a long time. It's kind of like a Berbiglia hour of stand up, but uh-huh. it's one long story about how I don't have any friends. Oh, uh, wow. It's about how, yeah, well, I have bros and I kind of talk about the bros and how they're great, but then my mom got sick and they like didn't know what to do. Oh, and wow. I was like, wait, do I have no friends? And so it starts from that like low point. And then I kind of go through and analyze, like I did have a best friend and this is what happened. And uh, yeah, it's kind of like an hour long story with a lot of jokes.
0: Oh my God. I love, I love it. I love the idea. Thank you. I'm coming. <laughs> uh, where, where's it running? How long is it running?
2: We're gonna do, we just did three weeks and we're gonna do another six weeks starting January 11th at the Soho Playhouse in great. New York, which had Fleabag and Nanette and all these great shows. Oh, and I'm great. gonna do it in LA uh, at the Yard Theater one night only, January 28th. I believe it's a Saturday.
0: January 28th.
2: You guys are all invited. Everybody's Thank getting Thank you. I'm going to go.
0: Awesome. <laughs> Count me in, bro. Hell yeah. um, Laura House, tell us about Tiny Victories.
1: Tiny Victories, we're a 15-minute podcast. I do it with mm. New York Times bestselling author, Annabelle Gerwich her, um, her credits are ridiculous. Of course. And we celebrate tiny things like those little fleeting joys or minor accomplishments. If you sewed a button on and you didn't wait three years to do it, call in. We're like, that's amazing. And what we found by doing it is these little bitty tiny things like not procrastinating or apologizing or like doing something nice or receiving some kindness, these little tiny things. There's always like a bigger thing underneath. Like you left yeah. your comfort zone or you broke a pattern or you, so I don't know. We, we feel like life is hard and it's hard to just wait for a big win. So we celebrate little bitty wins in a little bitty podcast.
0: I love it. What was your most recent tiny victory? Your personal most recent tiny victory?
1: Oh gosh. Um, anytime, here's a fun thing. Anytime I'm asked a question, my brain goes blank like a Zen monk. Okay. I, understand. I just go. Yeah. It's oh. like being,
0: Hey, tell me, tell me a joke. Tell me something funny.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A little bit. What's your bit. favorite
0: song? I get that a lot. Like, Oh yeah. I don't know. I'll bet. I don't know. Uh, Gabe, what was your most recent tiny victory?
2: <laughs> uh, oh, uh, I mean, certainly doing this pod. Um, well, that's that's a great good. one. Um, a tiny victory. Uh, Oh, I got out of work early today to do the pod, and then I had like a bagel sandwich. I was just, I'm vibing right now.
1: You are oh, vibing. That's such a, such new, a, good, a
2: Queen's bagel sandwich.
1: That's such a Ooh, good joy. Hey,
2: that,
0: is, that is a massive victory. That is a we, delicious victory.
1: I, I did a tiny victory of um, last night. I did a set at the comedy store, and I didn't flip out about parking. I was ah. just like, you know what? It's going to be hard, it's going to be expensive. And that's just huh. what it is. And I just, yeah. I just did it. I wasn't like, well, what are we supposed to do? <laughs> part as, of, the a bit of a victory. Yeah, it's part of the bargain. Except part of the bargain.
0: I love it. <laughs> Christian Duanyes, our producer, called into Tiny Victories a while back. Uh, Christian, would you like to share your tiny victory?
2: Sure. <laughs> um, so I went to a concert with my cousin and his girlfriend. Um, and it was the first time I had worn, like, makeup and lipstick in front of, like, a family member. And that was kind of, like, a big Ooh. thing. And I was, like, kind of awesome. nervous about that. And her, uh, we were coming out of the car, and his girlfriend was, like, looked at me and, like, sm- wiped off, like, a smudged lipstick on my cheek. She was like, I wish you, uh, or I would hope you'd do the same for me. And I was like, oh, thank you.
1: <laughs> Fuck, so that yeah. Was cool. Yeah.
2: That was cool. Love it.
1: Love it. I love it so much. So we get like uh, you know, we'll tell our own stories or maybe stuff we see around and then we people call in with their tiny victories is really what we love of this community of people, you know, like like when you when you do something and you're like, what do you somebody's like, what do you want, a medal? We're like, Yes, and we will give you a verbal met like that was such a tiny gesture and so yeah. sweet and beautiful, Christian.
2: I yeah, that's that. beautiful. Christian's like, I had felt true equality in my life, and I'm like, I had a bagel. <laughs> but
1: still, a joy, you found a joy. Joy is joy. And
2: just a, yeah. a yes, meal joy is joy. and a
1: moment.
0: Joy is joy, and joy is pure, God damn. Yeah. I'm so happy to have all of you here. Yeah, uh, it is sweet. It is sweet. God damn right it's sweet. <laughs> this
1: is so fucking sweet.
0: Uh, our next round is called Knives Sound. Uh, the new Ryan Johnson Who Done It Glass Onion was recently released in theaters for a week, and I guess that now, now it's on Netflix. I don't really understand how movies work anymore, but anyway, <laughs> this sequel follows the continued investigative exploits of Daniel Craig's Benoit Blanc as he joined the rank joins the ranks of famous detectives like Holmes, Poirot, Pikachu, um, with their mix of a charming detective and eclectic ensemble of. Evil doers. We thought we would take a stroll through the discography of songs about detectives and criminals. Oh, we'll play you a song clip when you think you know whether it's about a detective or a criminal. Buzz in. Say detective if it's a song about a detective. Say criminal if it's a song about a criminal. Got it?
1: Okay.
0: Okay. So we'll play the song when you think you know what it is. Buzz in with your buzz in words, which once again is on R-O-O-O. And detector. Number one, let's hear it.
1: Oh,
0: oh, oh. Uh, Laura House. Detective. Yes. If you did not get that one as someone who I uh, assume is a peer, I would have been very disappointed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Private, eyes, yeah. and Oates.
0: Private Eyes, Hall & Private Eyes, Hall & You know what? Because it's the holiday season, extra point if you know the uh, the song title or the uh, or the artist or both. Uh, so yes, two points to you for that one. Yeah, fun.
1: <sighs> Can we quit now? <laughs>
0: no. <laughs> so nervous. <laughs> <Enough>. <laughs>
1: I can't we stand any amount of pressure.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay, no, it's okay. It's all going to be fine. Okay. Number two, let's hear it. He is
1: a hustler. He's no good at all.
2: Detector. A- yeah, Gabe. Uh, criminal? Criminal is correct. What's the song? Uh, I don't know. When I heard someone was a hustler, I assumed they were bad.
0: Okay. Do you know who <laughs> does it? Did that voice
2: ring a bell? No. Hmm.
0: Well, we can't give partial credit to you, Laura, I'm afraid. Yeah. But but if you do want to say who it is.
1: Was it Britney Spears?
0: It was Britney Spears. The song is right. called Criminal by Britney Spears. Oh yeah. There you go. It's about If a it's criminal. not
2: a Sondheim musical, I'm going to have trouble. Really? <laughs> <laughs> no, love no. I I'll know okay. certain
0: things. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, number 3, let's hear
1: it.
2: This is a story about Billy Joe and Bobby Sue.
1: Oh,
0: oh oh oh! Oh yes, Laura House. Uh, criminal. Criminal. What's the song? I and don't or know. who's the artist? I've heard really? it a
1: zillion million times, and I'm like, my brain times. is like, cr- I don't even.
0: I understand though the brain's like directive to just shut that song out of your mind. <laughs> it is. a re- It's like.
1: I, even hearing it, you go, it's not It's not a favorite, it's not a one I no. hate, but I'm like, I'm certain I've heard it 10,000 times.
0: You heard it like on the way to every high school pep rally.
1: Yes, that you every. Really, like had to go to. It was just in the mix, but like you, you've never heard anyone go, you know what song I love? Oh, that do you know what's my Bobby favorite Sue song? And yeah, and the thing.
0: Sit around the house guy and watch the poop. That was uh, Take the Money and Run by the Steve Miller Band. Nobody's Steve favorite band. Steve Miller Band. <laughs> not even Steve Miller's favorite band, is Steve Miller Band. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, so there you go. That was a song about criminals. Okay, number four. Long shot down my
1: spine. The
2: Detector. Baby. Yes, Gabe. I'm gonna say de- detective.
0: Yes. What's the song? Who sings it? I Who don't... sings it? There's got to be a better way to say that. Who sings uh, it? It's but, yeah, the, the voice sounds so artist?
2: familiar. But I. Well, I yes, don't of know.
0: course. Yes, of course. Uh, Laura knows. And
1: <laughs> yeah, that is Elvis Costello.
2: Oh, of course. And it was the
1: tip of my tongue. It was like, it's not, it's not, watching the detectives? It's watching the detectives. watching the detectives. Why would you watch like, the walking walking detectives? My brain. Yeah, you gotta
0: get them out. You gotta get them out twice a day, 30 <laughs> you, minutes. Yeah. No, <laughs> otherwise, they get antsy. Uh, <laughs> watching the detectives yeah, by Elvis walk. Costello and the attractions. Number five, let's hear it. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, Lorehouse.
1: Criminal, Smooth Criminal, Michael Jackson. Yay, or Alien points. Ant Farm. We didn't get far into it.
0: <laughs> well, I think we can tell that that is the Michael Jackson version. Um, yes, that was Smooth Criminal by Michael Jackson from his years when he wasn't very good. Can we be honest
1: about that? <laughs> <laughs> I heard that song yesterday and was like, who's the criminal? Like, who? what did they... There's a there's a line about know. blood on the floor and I'm like are they saying that's yes. a good thing or a bad are I, they honoring the criminal know. I could not I don't know I, I just na- don't know <laughs> I like to understand a song more than I understand that song I just I, I just don't like don't.
0: it and it's it is it's from a time when even even putting all of his behavior aside his his like his his in the recording studio it is as though the the ticks and chirps and growls and hiccups and whatever have taken over.
1: <laughs> they you know were just mean? like m- more cowbell with that <laughs> yes just make some just, weird just gibbley goop just, yeah, just record gibbley gop for a minute yeah it's I, I, we'll just no, lay yeah. it in there I'm
0: not a fan of this era of Michael Jackson
2: I've been thinking about his music because of the Weird Al movie I watched the Weird Al oh, movie oh it's so good there's, there's, there's an important Michael Jackson scene oh it's great
1: wow. yes Okay, uh, I've got to see it. That movie is so good. You know what Especially I was just the thinking first about? Half hour, And then it, it took a weird road for me. But it was like the jerk okay. in the beginning, I thought. It made me think of the jerk.
0: I'm I'm so excited to see it. It's so excited, in fact, that I haven't seen it and i have been able to. It's just right there on my TV. But um, you got Lotus I,
1: Season Two and the Weird Owl movie. I've got good so future. much. And oh, I've yeah. just
0: got and I have no, like, I have no capacity for really anything. Um, but you know what I've been thinking about recently, like about you know, weird out as an artist. You know, we, yeah, you know, we laughed in the '80s, but I mean, I have to imagine that there are people out there who heard the song and did some quiet introspection and came to the conclusion that they were addicted to Spuds. You know, and, and I think that that's <laughs> like. <laughs> I just think that's, ah! you know what I mean? In that quiet way, he really changed the world. And I don't think we give him credit for that. No. Recovery icon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we out. don't. Uh, number
2: six.
1: I hear the train coming. Oh, oh, oh.
0: Oh, Laura House. Oh, that's a song from <laughs> Criminal. House. Yes.
1: It was Johnny Cash.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, you just need to give me one. It's Folsom Prison Blues. Folsom Prison Blues. <laughs> Gabe, what were you about to say?
2: It reminds me of the the. Uh, I think you should leave. It's like uh, the same yes. riff when they're playing yeah. in the in the sound studio, and their money yeah. is made of bones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> my favorite. My favorite
0: Johnny Cash related oh thing is um, there is a a very very good Wheel of Fortune uh, fail where it's it's. Almost, it's nearly almost spelled out. I walk the line by Johnny Cash, you know, song and <laughs> artist. But somebody is like, I'll solve. I have the wine by Johnny Cash. <laughs> <laughs> like, what a great name for a song. I have the wine. I have the wine.
1: Who has the wine? We're realistic. I have the wine. Every night as they fall asleep, I walk the <laughs> line. I have the wine. Okay. Uh, number seven.
0: Oh, oh, oh. That's, that's a tough one. Yes, Lorehouse?
1: Detective?
0: She was a hotel detective by.
1: <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that song.
0: That was They Might Be Giants.
1: That's oh. it. Oh, what? Mm-hmm. I feel bad. And I dreams. like them too. Dang. I love them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that song. What's wrong S- with me?
0: Pokemon Bros, Sondheim Musicals, they might be giants. A, a real, a vivid, a vivid yeah. portrait. You get my of vibe? Gabe. you picking I up what your, I'm putting vi- down? I get your vibe, Gabe, and I really like your vibe. Uh, <laughs> <a good> vibe. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> uh
1: number eight. Can't wait for you to be in LA, Gabe. Seriously.
0: <laughs> Me too. Oh,
1: oh, oh.
0: Uh, Laura House. Detective. Sure. But who was it?
1: I don't know. But they were dusting for prints. I had to.
0: I mean, obviously. I don't think that's
1: something criminals do. Criminals don't do that. A good criminal would know to do that Mm. now.
0: Or just to not leave fingerprints. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That was Private Eye by the band Alkaline Trio. Oh,
1: I'm not cool enough to know those words together.
0: That is not a question (laughs) of cool at all, believe me. Uh, Number nine. Is this the real?
2: Detector Detector Uh, That's gotta be Criminal Queen Yes Two
0: points (laughs) For you Bohemian Rhapsody That's like musical theater adjacent Yeah Totally, totally That's a song all about a murder So it's If there's
2: Meatloaf I'll get that too
0: Oh, Meatloaf (laughs) Meatloaf And Jim Steinman What a Talk about Talk about bros Yeah (laughs) Uh, And finally Number 10
2: Detector. Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to say Detective. Detective? Who is it? Uh, that I don't know. Uh, it was No Doubt. Oh. oh. A lesser,
0: a, a, a No Doubt album track, perhaps uh, Detective. Okay, at the end of that Ooh. round, the score. Wow, Laura really pulled ahead on that one. Laura's got 13 Total. for O'Reilly. Uh, Gabe has but nine for The Detector, coming soon, just after CSI- the uh, corner of uh, Hollywood and Ivar. Uh, we will be right back with more troubled waters after this. Hey, it's John Moe, inviting you to listen to Depression Mode with John Moe, where I talk about mental health and the lives we live with all kinds of people. Famous writers. David Sedaris, welcome to Depression
2: Mode. Thanks so much for having me.
0: Movie stars. Jamie Lee Curtis, welcome to Depression Mode.
2: I am happy to be here.
0: Musicians. I am in St. Paul, Minnesota. I'm talking to Amy Mann. Great to talk to you. And song exploders. K. hereway welcome to Depression Mode. Thanks so much for having me. Everyone's opening up on Depression Mode on Maximum Fun. Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host Dave Holmes. With us are Laura House and Gabe Malika. It is now time for a game. We are calling. We wish you a scary Christmas. The holidays Ooh. are upon us this year. I don't know why. I don't know why they've chosen this year when we have limited emotional bandwidth to handle horror. But we are seeing the release of the film Violent Night, an action film starring David Harbour as Santa Claus, but vengeful in a gory way. Uh, there seems to be something in the air. At the moment, when it comes to taking something nice and making it gross and gruesome and mean, there's a Bambi remake coming that'll turn him into a killer. They're doing the same thing with uh, Winnie the Pooh. They're doing an even darker Grinch uh, where he kills, I think. So we thought we'd jump on the bandwagon. I'm going to give you something festive and innocuous. You need to reframe it as something terrifying and gruesome. So for example, if I said Frosty the Snowman, you could give me the backstory of this cold, soulless, creature that stalks the earth in winter chill me to the very bone laura house we will start with you rudolph the red-nosed reindeer but scary you have one minute
1: okay so so rudolph the red-nosed reindeer and it starts uh the way we are familiar with you know nobody would let him join in all of his games the reindeer games but he didn't just keep trying to fit in he went more of this is this is the rudolph that we know meets carrie So as he grows up, he keeps pushing the outside and, you know, he had tried enough to be nice. And then one day when they're playing reindeer games, he feels his his red nose and there's a power in that. And he used it to explode the head of Blitzen. He could focus this power in a a way of all of his rage. And it was um, that he could make things happen. And so... He, but he also managed to hide at a cute little face. So he still found a way to lead Santa's sleigh one deadly night. And at every home where they delivered packages, he would kill one of the children and he was a rampage across, across the land. And who got blamed? Santa. And that's how Rudolph the red nose killer reindeer made his mark on, on Christmas across the globe.
0: And that's how Santa ended up on death row
1: absolutely bloody gory mess
0: <laughs> bloody gory mess wow wow shades of the omen you know what i mean and
1: all because people just weren't nice to it. like just let him play your reindeer games is the lesson like that's, that's the, lesson. the original wo- that's the wound
0: yeah be kind be inclusive or die that's the, mm-hmm. tagline.
1: That's the tagline or lock up psychopaths i mean i guess or, there's a you know a couple ways couple there's, there's a, lot. a lot of takeaways
0: a lot of different ways. We can market it different ways, too. I think different segments of the population. Two points to you for that one for a house. Very good. Gabe, it's on you now. Give me the story, the, the, the new property featuring Elf on the Shelf and make it creepy. Creepier than it already is. Your time Oh, well, now.
2: this takes place in a in a prequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. Elf on the Shelf, he's there. He's basically a Santa's helper to find out what if kids are, are misbehaving. And like mm-hmm. checking on their toys and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but the thing is, he also fucks in oh. this version. Uh, yeah, he's got he's got little elves that he waits for the kids to go to bed, and they're having like big elf orgies and stuff. Wow. Uh, so it's 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 an adult film. It's gonna it grosses internationally because it's well dubbed. Uh, so <laughs> it's basically that, and he's up and he's doing drugs, and like he like doesn't care about the kids, but like when they're around, like he will like kick them in the shins and then hide. So it's more like. Um, it's basically like adult tour story uh, and the kids, like we just like don't care. Every, like all the elves are like Andy based or not Andy. What's Sid? Every elf is like Sid Ooh. and the kids are like Andy, but we don't care about them at all.
0: Wow. So more <laughs> like not gory
2: so much as just kind of,
0: you know, uh, maybe
2: Cassavetes-esque. Like, you know. Yeah. There's a it, seedy underbelly to the bookshelf that yeah, we're talking about.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's it, like if there's body horror and then there's like in, internal emotional horror.
2: Yeah, uh, every or, character is played horror. by Sarah Sherman. This is oh her. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> can I can I tell can I tell you she
0: scares me to death? Absolutely scares me to death. I'm not kidding.
2: Yeah, this, this is her uh, Big Mama's house where she plays every character. Oh boy! <laughs> I mean,
0: here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know that's coming. Uh, yeah, it's only four. A of time. Four points to you for that one. For That. PG-13, <laughs> NC-17, perhaps, TVMA version of the elf on the shelf who fucks. Let me tabulate these points. By one point, our winner is really O'Reilly Auto Parts, because they're in the news again as they belong to be. As they belong to be? That's not how you say that. Anyway, oh 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 O'Reilly Laura House, you are our winner With 17 points, just behind with 16, Gabe, but we're all winners because we've become friends and it's the holiday season and we can wear sweaters over jackets (laughs) (laughs) and everybody wins. Okay, it is now time for plugs talk about winning. Let us know what you're working on and then to offset the ego karma, tell us about something that someone else made that you want the whole wide world to know about, Laura House. We'll start with you.
1: Well, you can find all my me things at laurahouse.com, and like you said, I host Tiny Victories. I'm doing a lot of stand-up around the Los Angeles area and trying to post more um, about those things and work on a a memoir called Guys, Pies, and Booze, Adventures with My Favorite Three Addictions. And um, my friend, uh, Tess Rafferty, you can find her things at tessrafferty.com. She has been writing as she's a comedian and is very smart and wry and dry and has been writing a series of detective novels set in Italy because she loves Italy. So it's kind of if this comedian traveled to Italy and then there was a murder mm-hmm. and she's solving them. So the first one is Under the, under the Tuscan Gun. Ooh. And it's excellent. And then it's red, fed, and dead. And there's this. She's just there's four of them. It's a series of Cat Kelly mysteries. So check those out. Wow,
2: I love it.
1: They're With really her, good and, and
0: cool. I love it. Thank you, Laura House. Okay, Malika, about you?
2: Yeah. Uh, so Solo is running at the Soho Playhouse for six weeks, starting January 11th. But I'm also doing it in Rochester on December 10th and in L.A. on January 28th. Uh, yeah, it's like a solo show. Uh, a lot of jokes. A lot of stories. Uh, people seem to like it. It's going well. So please be a part of that. It's so many seats to fill and I'm not famous. Uh, a thing I love. Oh man. So one of the fun things about doing solo shows is that it makes the comedy community very small because yeah. there's not a lot of people who are like, I, I just want to do solo shows. And that's kind of like why I do stand up. And I met this guy a few years ago, Sam Morrison, who does solo shows. We, we did Edinburgh twice together and we've kind of come up together. And Sam is a self-described twink who sleeps with daddy bears And so his solo show is also, they probably haven't even announced this yet. Let's just say you may be able to see him at the same venue as mine, around the same time as mine. And he's super talented. And the show is called Sugar Daddy. And it's about his life with daddy bears. And let me be honest with you, as far as two white guys doing hours of stand-up comedy, we could not be much different. um, But we think we complement each other well. So I don't want to step on his toes at all. But just check out Sam Morrison if you can.
0: Oh, my God. How in <laughs> am I on all of this right. stuff? <laughs> yeah. Uh I am Dave Holmes, um my 10 episode investigative podcast uh Waiting for Impact, a Dave Holmes passion project is out. All 10 episodes, binge it over the holidays, ignore your family. Uh and I would okay, so here's the thing. Here's what I just saw that has me all lit up about Art again. And I don't I don't need to plug a band that is big enough to sell out the Forum in Los Angeles, but I'm going to. Last night I saw the 1975 at the Forum, and I loved it so much in every way. It was exactly what I needed. Uh, the the staging was incredible. The sound was incredible. Uh, Matty Healy as a frontman is like next level. It, it was like they're trying to say something and they're being very obvious about it and it's and they know they're being obvious about it. And there was a moment where I was like, this is Radiohead for stupid people, but that's me and I loved it. <laughs> and uh, and I I, I, ju- I just think they are the bee's knees. I already liked them and my expectations were high, but now I'm like, I I just can't say enough. If you get the opportunity to see the 1975 on this tour, they I, I don't want to spoil anything, but it's it's phenomenal. Uh, anyway so that's it 1975 let me be the millionth to tell you they're a very good one Uh, Laura House Gabe Malika thank you so much for playing Troubled Waters you there with the headphones thank you for listening we'll see you next time on Troubled Waters goodbye you've been listening to Troubled Waters with me Dave Holmes playing where Laura House make a
1: noise wow
0: that was a good one did you want no that was a really good one (laughs) no I, I liked exactly what you did Gabe Malika, Oh yeah. Oh yeah! Our theme music is <laughs> USA versus White Noise by Ladytron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. Our producers are Laura Swisher and Christian Duenas. Ho ho ho. Ho 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 Riley. We'll see you next time. <laughs>